What's up, y'all? It's Naja, and I'm here with a new episode of Deep Convos and Tequila. And y'all, we are getting deep today. I want to talk about something that I've been having a growing passion for, and that is mental health. I don't know about y'all, but I know as time goes on and I get older, I'm realizing just how important mental health is. I feel like once I turn 25, life just has hit. It's time to just be aware of what's going on and how how we're dealing with things in our life. I know for many of us in the black cultures and other cultures as well, that mental health is not something that is talked about. It's not something where um, we can find a lot of support for. For us, we have this stigma of, you know, we just have to figure it out. We just have to get it done. You know, we don't have that real support in that area of our lives it's almost as if mental health is taboo so a lot of us struggle with it don't really know how to navigate it when we have difficulties or struggles we find ways to cope with it that's why you know a lot of people in the black community they go for drugs or they go for alcohol because there is no real outlet when it comes to mental health. And that's just something that I've noticed. Um, You would hear about people in your family going through things or struggling. And as I've gotten older, I've realized that friends and even the friends that I have in other cultures, they face the same things. I wanna talk about that today. I want to talk about mental health. What really inspired me and pushed me to talk about this topic is a loss of a classmate. In my previous episode, I spoke about, I started pre-med. In my pre-med program, I met this specific classmate that inspired me. All of my classes were with him, everything together. And if you know Fordham, you know that Fordham is predominantly white. There's maybe like a handful of black students in Fordham or half of a handful. During our time there, the group of us, we would stick together. Whether that was, you know, working on assignments, struggling inside of the lab, trying to complete a lab, we stuck together. Even when we left campus, we would walk together and have conversations. So that was really the the basis of that relationship with my classmate. Recently, I found out that he unfortunately committed suicide. I've always seen the sadness in him. I can tell that his spirit was troubled. That's one ability that I feel that God has gifted me to see below the surface. But it was never that deep where I can say, hey, what's going on? Or I never felt that it was safe for me to cross that boundary. When I got the news that he did this to himself, my brain, I think even till this day, my brain cannot comprehend it. I've never experienced someone really go through with. When I heard the news, it had an immediate effect on me. My chest felt so heavy and granted we didn't know each other that well but my chest felt so heavy as time went on i spoke with my classmates and i got to know him a little bit more post-death and hear his story and what he was struggling with it again confirmed just how important mental health really is from what i was told about his life prior to fordham is that he was on the road to chasing his dreams he made some really great strides He had some really great opportunities coming his way. And of course, for many of us, you know, even myself, COVID came and ruined what could have been a big opportunity for him. For a lot of people, they were not able to get past that. Like I said before, for many people in the Black community, they turn to things such as drugs or alcohol to cope. It's just 
a spiral from there when you don't have those resources or that support to get yourself through those mental challenges it becomes worse you're walking through life you're completing your everyday life tasks but you're not really there the body is there but not the mind you're filled with so much anxiety your anxiety is making you believe that what you're facing is so much bigger than what it really is and granted i don't know his full story this is what i was told from the people that were much closer to him than i was i can just only assume what could have been going on in his mind i could only assume that his mental health was not in the right place when he made this decision. Feeling like death was the only option for him to es escape whatever it is that he was dealing with. When I hear his story about living his dreams and getting that opportunity that he's always wanted and then having it taken away from him, I resonate, I connect with that because I, I was there, I experienced that myself. I know how hard of a pill that is to swallow. I know the thoughts that were running through his mind. I know the feeling of where am I going with my life now? I know that idea of, wow, maybe that was my last opportunity, my last chance to to follow those dreams. I know that feeling of waking up in the morning and feeling like, you're not worth anything because you're putting all of your your worth into a job, into a career. I'm very familiar with that feeling, that dark feeling that anxiety likes to feed up. But just knowing that he did that to himself was a confirmation again of just how important mental health is. But it's also confirmation that any one of us can face it. This is, mental health is like a bill. We can't just ignore the bill because it's on, they're only gonna add on and add on and add on to that bill and now it's gonna be a much bigger bill than what it was. And you have to understand that your mental health is the same thing. Well, we can't believe that after all of this building that all of a sudden it's just going to be okay. We have to do something about it. We have to face whatever anxiety or fear that it is. We have to understand that in life we're going to have these challenges and these obstacles, but it's all about us overcoming the off it's all about saying you know what i see my finances i see what's happening with my career i see what's happening with my family but it's going to get better i'm going to come out of this yes i may have experienced this but i'm still here and there's a possibility of me experiencing something much greater but in this case he couldn't see that for himself and i feel like for a lot of us they are having that same feeling as if it's never going to get better they're entertaining those negative thoughts and that's what you do when you're anxious and you're depressed you continuously every day you just entertain negative thoughts and that's something that we have to let go of we may be comfortable in our negativity but we don't understand what we're creating within ourselves when we're entertaining the negativity learning the death of my classmate it has made me even more aware of how I speak to myself how I speak to others the thoughts that I entertain for long periods of time and I know sometimes when we think of suicide we think that it's something done in vain it's selfish I always like to see the positive in things and this mindset of seeing the positive in things it took a long time to get there but I like to see the positive I like to ask the why or kind of 
dissect things and and in his death what i've dissected so far is that you have to be careful of the thoughts that you entertain because it can literally be life or death i believe it's a quote in the bible about the tongue that it can speak life and that it can speak death so we have to be careful what we're saying what we're thinking what we're entertaining even the small things that i say you know what i don't feel like getting up for work i don't want to go to work i stop myself in my trap because there are some people that don't even have the opportunity to get up and go to work there's some people that didn't even wake up today and yet i'm complaining with an able healthy body about going to work there is always a positive in everything and even some of the worst situations sometimes those traumatic situations had to happen and order for us to appreciate certain things in our life in order for us to learn certain lessons in our life they even i said in my past podcast that sometimes god gives us lessons or blessings but those lessons always turn into blessings once we've learned them and once we apply them to our lives it's wisdom it's key again i wanted to do this podcast to really highlight how important mental health is my classmate you know he didn't have that that opportunity to rewire his brain from what he had been through he let that one situation define his life or whatever situations define who he was and define how he thought to the point that he felt compelled to take his life i want to use him as a tool to help save someone else's life even though a life was taken in this situation i want to use that and i hope that i'm making this message as clear as possible i hope that you're understanding where i'm getting at here life is a beautiful thing if we choose to see it as beautiful my friend tashina my girl tashina you know i love her she sent me a video this woman was talking about how our brains are like detectives if we tell our brain something or we give our brain an idea our brain is going to now go find evidence to support that idea if we're telling ourselves that life is never going to get better i'm worried about how this is going to play out whatever we're telling our brains that is negative now our brains are going to go out and find reasons to support that idea i want you to just think about what would happen if we told our brain that everything is going to work out life is good life is working in my favor now our brains are going to go out and find evidence to support that and that is how we rewire our brain i know that that is much easier said than done but that's just an example of how our brains work i know life is more complicated than that if it was that easy we would all do it naturally but sometimes we have things that hold us back certain situations in our life they feel heavy going back to that heaviness that I told you I felt when I learned about his death. I'm pretty sure that's the same heaviness he felt before choosing to take his life. So I wanna get into just how heavy life can feel. It's easy to judge someone across from us and say, oh, what I would've done in that situation or what I think you should do in that situation. Not understanding the heaviness that they feel while going through whatever situation that may be. I'm pretty sure a lot of us have been in love before and we find out our partner no longer wants to be with us. There's a heavy feeling on our chest. I'm pretty sure we've all experienced loss in some capacity there's a heaviness on our chest after that i'm pretty sure we've all been in financial trouble we've experienced 
experience heaviness and the heaviness comes from anxiety from our thoughts and granted it might not be your fault you've probably had parents grandparents who've also carried that heaviness on them and you've watched how they navigated their mental health so now this is all you know this is how you know best to deal with the heaviness but sometimes we have to be that person to say i don't want to live my life like this i want better i know there is better even if in that moment it sounds delusional because most of the time it when you dream big when you want better it sounds delusional it sounds like it's something that could never be done but you just keep dreaming you keep believing until it happens because entertaining that thought is much better than entertaining that negative thought of it's never gonna happen so i'd rather entertain the delusion then entertain the negativity. Because we know that when we entertain that negativity, when we entertain that negative thought, that heaviness on our chest only gets heavier. Now, I am a big believer in God. God has always been in my life. I went to private school, private Catholic school. I've always tried out different churches throughout my life. You know, just trying to find my place, trying to find God, find where I fit in. I seek God and I've seek God in so many different ways. God has always been around my life. Even though I went to Catholic school and the Bible was always near, I don't quite know the Bible that well. And I think a lot of people in my generation don't know the Bible that well unless they had a family that was heavily affiliated in the church. I know God through my experiences in life. I know that when I experienced hardships, and troubles and I called on God for help, he came through. I know when I asked God for guidance and a way through life, he came through. So that is how I know God, through my experiences. That That is how I can vouch for God. I'm saying all of this to say that if you are also a believer in God, when it comes to worries and anxieties, that is something that we, we're always supposed to give to him. We give those to him. That is not for us to deal with because if we could deal with it on our own, we wouldn't be experiencing some of the internal mental troubles that we face. Remember, when you have faith, there is no worry. That delusion I was talking about that we should entertain instead of the negativity, that's faith. But for my non-believers in God, I, I gotta give it to you some way. <laughs> I gotta give it to you in a way where you'll understand. But for my believers, that's faith. So when you start worrying, just know your faith is not there. And some might ask, how can I have faith when I just went through this or I or I lost this? How, how can one have faith? Well, just like you, I've experienced loss. I've experienced heartbreak. I know what it is to be in debt. I've, <laughs> I've experienced it all. And I've also been in a place where I felt like God was not in my corner. I've also been in a place where I definitely lost my faith. I've been there. Question is, is how did I get out of that? And it wasn't any Anything extravagant that I did it wasn't anything crazy I had to go by I literally just said God I need you God I thank you and I need you God show me just how good it can get show me how good it can get God I have nothing else my back is to the wall 
God, I'm depressed. God, I don't know what to do. I need help. What some of us may cannot say, but we need help. And it's okay to ask for help. And when I said these things to God, God has come through every single time. And if he didn't come through yet, it's a reason why. It's something that he wants me to learn within that season of not having what it is that I want. Or sometimes I get what I want and I'm like, I don't even want this. That's how funny life can be sometimes. Having that faith will get you so far. And that's what some of us need. And for my non-believers, some of you just need hope. Just hope that things will get better. I'm not going to push religion on you because everyone has to find God or that higher power in their own way in order for it to be genuine. So just have hope, that delusional hope that things will get better. I just want to use this time in the podcast to really pray for everyone listening. Whatever it is that you're going through, let it out write it out talk connect with people do whatever it takes to get your mental health back on track go outside take a walk exercise eat well drink water do something that makes you feel good get out of that relationship if it's no longer serving you get away from those family members if they don't make you feel your best stay away from the people that make you feel low about yourself and surround yourself with people who love you and love on them and pour into them may god bless you because you never know what you're helping them through see one thing about me is that i'm blessed because i have so many people in my life that make sure my love bucket is always filled i'm so i'm so blessed because of it it's something that you can't pay for it's something that is not just given to you but when you continuously pour into people and love on people the same is going to be given to you in return and that's why through my days i pour into people because i know just how amazing it feels to be poured into i spend majority of my days pouring into my family into my friends because I know how vital it it is to have your love bucket filled. Even when people do me wrong or what I feel is wrong, because sometimes people, they don't believe what they did is wrong. However, whatever their perspective is, even when I feel wrong, I continue to pour into others. Sometimes I pour into them a little bit more because they need it. Sometimes I need to be poured into a little bit more because I need it and I might be a little bit depleted. As of recently, my love bucket has been filled. It's been overflowing with love. And I feel like that is more than any money you can ever get, a house you can ever get, whatever it is that you want monetary, love is worth so much more. You are the richest person alive when you are rich in health, when you are rich in spirit, and you are rich mentally. The world could be falling down before you, but if you are rich in those three things, you are good. And even when your physical health may not be the best, but your spiritual is filled and that mental is filled, you are still good. Because I've seen people born with disabilities, but they're rich. They're probably the most richest people in spirit, even with the disability. And I know it may be hard because we all have busy schedules, but it's important that you take at least some time of your day to pour into yourself. Because yes, you can be poured into by whoever is around you, but it's also important that you fill up yourself. And yes, we're gonna have times where we're at a quarter, where we're almost on E or we're half because 
life is just like that but you take the time to fill yourself up because that's something i didn't mention if we don't fill ourselves up there's no way there's going to be over i want to make it clear that when i say that people fill up my love bucket i forgot to mention that i also fill myself i don't want you to think that i'm dependent on these people to fill me up every day because sometimes they can try but if i'm just not in the right mind space it's just not gonna happen if i have the if i'm covering the bucket with my body and not letting that love come in then it's not gonna get in there so sometimes you gotta fill yourself up when you do fill yourself up you have to be ready to receive we cannot depend on someone else to do it for us. We have to do it ourselves and people can only add on to that. I know, you know, people may have hurt you or people not showing up the way that you think that they should. Even with those things happening to you, it's still your responsibility to take care of you. And if you're not taking care of you, nobody else will because we all have the responsibility to take care of ourselves. So it's selfish of us to think that someone else is supposed to fill us up. Granted, they can because I do it all the time because I love my people but it is our job to do it because if there's a time where they can't do it are we supposed to just stay unfilled empty so we have to take care of ourselves it's imperative that we do so I love those stories about the hardships the challenges like yes it's nice to hear about the accomplishments but what did you have to go through to get that accomplishment that's what I want to hear which explains the name deep combos in tequila some days without the tequila nothing that we go through is ever in vain we go through things because I guarantee you that down the road there's gonna be someone else that goes through the exact same thing and when they go through it now you have the tools to help them get through it now whether they want to use it or not that's not on you but you now have the tools to help them because it's not only there to help you and to shape you into the person that you're getting ready to become it's going to help someone else down the road like i said before in the black community mental health is not talked about so imagine the impact that you can have not only on the black community but any culture you can bring light to what was once dark which is the topic of mental health but now i make it my duty with my younger brother if he's going through something i clear my mind and make sure that i am there for him 100 and i assure him that what he's feeling is normal it's okay i give him that reassurance i give him that space to talk about it because now i'm building an emotionally intelligent human being something that took me 20 plus years to understand he's already gathering up those skills so make sure that when you're talking to your family and your friends and they feel safe enough to talk to you about what they're going through or, or what that heaviness is on their chest that you're emotionally intelligent enough to listen to give them the best advice that you can to your knowledge but also speak some positivity in their life show them the positives in their life be vulnerable and talk Talk about what you went through and how you got through it because that is what gives us the courage to keep going i want deep convos and tequila to be able to touch on those topics i want to talk about how sometimes life is it can be shitty sometimes we wake up and we're not okay and we're annoyed and we're aggravated and those are all normal feelings too sometimes we don't want to talk and that's normal too but we can't always be angry and, and aggravated and not wanting to talk but we have our moments so it's okay it's important that 
even through those bad days that we're still respectful it's important that we open up and we talk about why we're having a bad day it's important that if you're on the receiving end of someone having a bad day that you're patient and that you're understanding even if it may be difficult or complicated because it will be but you don't know just how much that person is going to appreciate you for staying through that complicated moment with them now granted i'm not talking about if you're facing physical or verbal abuse that's unacceptable but if a person is having a complicated moment then sit with them through it it's easy to just judge and have your own opinions and go talk with your homegirls or your family or your cousins about it but says a lot about your character if you can sit there with them through that moment and also be vulnerable and if you know me i'm always down for that type of conversation because i have some amazing people in my life that they make it easy to be vulnerable they they are great listeners. They have helped me through some hard times and I'm so grateful for them. So I will never give up the chance to be that for someone else because we, you never know that conversation could be the last for them. That could be the last straw. And that's something that we always have to keep in mind. We don't know what people are battling. We don't know how heavy that heaviness is on their chest. We don't know that our words can literally save someone's life or our own. I hope that this podcast has even helped you through whatever you may be going through because we're all going through it. Hope that you take time to reflect on your issues and figure out your whys and how you can improve. I hope you just take some time for yourself and relax and watch your favorite TV show. Um, I know for me, I enjoy my Thousand Pound Sisters. That is my show, Guilty Pleasure. It makes me laugh. And never underestimate the power of laughter. It literally heals. Get up every day and think about what can I do today and it doesn't have to be anything crazy but something small what can I do today to make myself happy and when you do that on a consistent and when you do that on a consistent basis again your brain starts to find more evidence to make your life better or find more evidence on why your life is already great I pray for you all. I pray for your souls. I pray for your your family and their souls that regardless of whatever we're put through, we take the lesson out of that situation. We apply it and we continue to live our best life because we're here for a good time, not a long time. And we deserve a good life regardless of who we are or where we come from. We all deserve a great life. And I know that that is what God wants for all of us. So I love you all. Thank you for for tuning in. This is another episode of Deep Convos and Tequila. Love and light.